greetings and sun salutations. <laughs> and thanks, everybody. Grand risings, queens. Oh, wow. I mean, I mean, honestly, I feel like the grand rising thing is so appropriate for today's <laughs> Because I feel like you have to be at a level, right? You have to be at a level of elevation <laughs> to really reach the luxury. <laughs> So hello, welcome back, everybody. What is this episode three? Yeah, uh, yeah. Four? No, four? six, seven, <laughs> four, five, five, six, five, seven, eight. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm kidding. Um, welcome back, guys, <laughs> to another episode of It's an Okay Podcast with your lovely host, Corinne, Samelia, and Elizabeth. Um, today we're talking about black girl luxury that is where um our editors that we'll have in the future will edit and my voice will go luxury luxury because luxury. <laughs> uh, oh, i really was about to say there needs to be a clap track behind when she says elizabeth just <laughs> wow <laughs> just screaming and hollering <laughs> wow um yeah but i'm so excited um to talk about today's episode so we'll do like a little recap of our day how was everybody's day we actually spent the day together so i'm asking that more as a formality for you guys but we were actually together today i know just on our lots thing pink pink pink. (laughs) girls 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 forever i'm linda and it's heather (laughs) i'm best friends Now that we've done that whole TikTok for you guys, um, make sure you're following us on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. But yeah, so we had like a nice celebration together today. It was really, I loved getting to like see my family because you guys are some of my favorite people in this world or whatever. So it was nice. Yeah. We went to the Bouncy Castle place. <laughs> The, yeah. jump, the, the jump house. Place. <laughs> the jump house. The jump, jump. The jump house. The trampoline place. It's yeah. Tough. I didn't do most. Beth did a lot of jumping. I didn't do any jumping. I sure did. Yeah, it's not a part of my luxury lifestyle to jump. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not no. a part of my self-care Sunday to jump. <laughs> I needed it because my kidneys really did feel like they were not alive. So we had to bounce those bitches back to hell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That must be part of the Kanye workout plan. <laughs> it was part of something because I'm hurting still. Oh my gosh. Drink some water. I told her there's a um, two chains lyric where he's like, I've been drinking all night. I think my kidney hurting. <laughs> I literally explained my kidneys have been hurting for two days now. I'm concerned. I'm, yeah, concerned. I'm a little concerned. I gave her some water. Oh my gosh. Don't let that go for too long. That is not luxurious. That's not luxury. Oh my god, I'm so weak right now because my I just like actually it's so crazy because you know that your phone is listening to you. But I got on a TikTok or not TikTok Instagram just now. My friend, she is a black girl luxury, um, kind of like fashion blogger, and it just popped up, and I see this mini Telfar bag. Oh my god. <laughs> so anyway, how would you how would you describe luxury? Like I feel like a lot of people would describe luxury as, um, like self-care like designer and I feel like we all have different like examples of what like luxury means to us yeah luxury to me is definitely uh, everything expensive okay expensive everything just gaudy but at the same time refined and things to me luxury is just like things that other people don't have or 
actually, I take that back. Luxury to me is vintage because I buy a lot of expensive handbags that are vintage because not only one did they use actual real like brass, metal, and gold, mm-hmm. but I don't like having things that other people have. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Celia? What's luxury to you? Luxury to me. Hmm. <laughs> Lavish. It's opulent. It's it's Ooh, It's the moment. <laughs> it's elegant. Um, I think luxury is like when you're able to like blend functionality with design. Not- um, I like, you know, like plush fabrics and materials. Material girls. Like, material girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you are in fact a material girl. Um, <laughs> I think it's it it's like there's a level of like extravagance that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically it's like not as readily available um, to like the pop the general population either because of the price or because it's just not high supply mm-hmm. um it's like oh we only made x amount of these handbags you know so then that's kind of luxurious because not everyone can get it similar to what beth said mm-hmm. um i luxury for me it's a nice vacation too you know with like stuff like supple sheets just comfort <laughs> You know, I'm a Taurus, and we're all about that luxurious, luxurious life. Yeah, you guys are uh, all about being comfortable. Comfortable. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, sheets of Egyptian cotton, you know? No, 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 Sheets of Egyptian cotton. So that's me. That's what I would, that's how I think how I would define it. Um, what about you, Corinne? Oh, thanks for asking. Oh, so what about I, you, Corinne? <laughs> it's fine. I ask myself. I don't wait around. For me, <laughs> for me, um, I don't send candy grams. I get them. <laughs> no, but for me, like I think luxury is less a like. It's more of an aesthetic for me. Mm. So I really like soft, simple, clean stuff. I do really like because I I'm, I'm not a minimalist. I really am a maximalist, <laughs> and um. I just lean into that because it's, it's who I am. But I think also at the same time, like the stuff that I, that I do have, like it, it all serves a purpose. Kind of how you were saying like functionality meets like, um, what did you say? Functionality meets design design. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's like, it's taking like a really hot shower and then doing like a face routine a skin routine, a teeth routine, a hair routine, like, and just being able to afford, um, like, to do all of those things. Like, I, you don't really realize how much of a luxury it is to, like, just simply wash your hair um, until you get older and you start, like, paying your own bills. <laughs> and so, and it's also, like, luxury for me is, like, just doing the things in life that I really, really enjoy because, it is really hard to do those things, especially like, you know, with inflation and like where we're at and the economy and all of that and like the job market and, and blase blase and et cetera, et cetera. So for me, luxury is like, like you were saying before, like taking trips. I love traveling. I love experiencing. And like, even like I was telling Beth today, like one of my, and I, I think I told you this, you know, before as well, Samalia, like for me, like going on a trip and then going to fast food restaurants that you can't go, that you can't go to in any other like state, like yeah. you go to Texas, you get Whataburger, you go to California, you get in and out 
you go to like we saw what was it called like Roy something or other <laughs> Roy, yeah Roy Ross's and it was a fish joint yeah I was like that's the kind of stuff that I like to do like going to restaurants and like I have never heard of that place in my life but like just the spontaneity of like being able to afford to go get in the drive-thru and like try something new that to me is a luxury like just yeah. the the comfortability that like my bills are paid and my like everything is good and like I have enough money if like I need to pay something and having a little bit extra for me to like go on a trip or you know like get some nice bed sheets or something like that like just having a little bit extra to me is luxury love that yeah That's cool but yeah that you were saying earlier about the Telfar bag <laughs> you got so we're sitting we're sitting at the bounce house and you know my sister just got somebody just got Corinne a Telfar bag if you don't know who Telfar is it's another black owned luxury designer you guys should make sure you check out their pages because he does exclusive drops and they're really nice but um we're sitting at the place we're all sitting waiting for the time to go you know for us the queue to go jump and this little like four-year-old child walks in legitimately four years old. like child i would say she's like six and okay I- let's make two years older okay <laughs> walks in telfar bag and and the weight i mean and it was hers it wasn't like she was holding her mom this was her telfar bag and you could tell it was empty um, <laughs> no it probably had like a little Bonnie Bell lip smacker. Yeah, because like, it probably had I mean? a little lip gloss in it. And but she walks in. I turn to Corey and I'm like, "This girl has a Telfar bag," because I'm like, "I don't even have a Telfar bag." You know what the hell? <laughs> and instantly, it was like little bit miniature baby Mean Girls. They were sizing me up. Sizing know? Corinne up with her Telfar. They like looked at me like my oh. Telfar, and they were like, "This raggedy girl has a Telfar." This old woman has a Telfar. This grandmother. Why are you so old with such a small bag? <laughs> Except for mine was empty. Okay, <laughs> mine had mine had stuff in it. Okay, that grown people carry. Her. <laughs> Y'all not about to shame me for my baby Telfar. It. You know what? I was gonna be like, eh, never mind. <laughs> no, but it's just it was funny. It's funny because it's like no, it wow, hilarious. like. Why does she have a bag? But then, but then it goes back to like creating luxury, like because like one thing that I I want to make sure I like generational like, wealth. Yeah, in generational wealth, I want to instill in my kids that you don't always have to do something good to have something nice. So like you know a lot of the times like you know in the old days like when we were kids people would always you oh you did good so you know you got good grades so I'm gonna reward you with something and it's like sometimes it's just like nice to get them a just because yeah. So, it was just cool to see, like, wow, we've come so far. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought it was so cute that she had a Telfar. I was like, it was funny because she's a baby with a Telfar, and the bag was bigger. Even if it was the mini bag, it was bigger than her. Like, it was just, it was so fun. And it was really funny that, like, literally four seven-year-olds were sizing me up. Like, <laughs> it was, like, really comical. But at the same time, it was like, honestly, I think it's kind of cool that, like, this young, like, little girl has a Telfar because it Telfar is a sign of black luxury and like kind of something you guys were saying how you were like exclusivity for me is luxury like one of the things that like the guy from Telfar really um like makes his motto is that like anyone can get a Telfar like he's not going to change the price of Telfar like just because a bunch of people want Telfar does not mean he's going to change the price of it so you can kind of like you can work towards getting a Telfar and I feel like so many like 
so many people have Telfars. You can't be like, so many people have Gucci bags. So many people have like Fendi bags because that's not true. But like a lot of people have Telfar bags. Yeah. And I love that even though it is a thing that is achievable by most, it's still considered a luxury to have. Yeah. So I think that's like, I think it's a sign of like, because you know, when you see another person with a Telfar, you're like, oh, you got the Telfies? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's like, it's still seen as a as a like a high luxurious thing and and it's not only in the black community like there's so many people outside the black community who are like foaming at the mouth for a telfar so yeah i think it's awesome that this this designer was able to create hype by being inclusive like i actually think that's kind of cool and so inclusive that a seven-year-old had a, <laughs> a, a, a legitimate baby like a literal baby <laughs> I mean, I think it's good. I I don't know that I like just <laughs> I'm, I'm being paged by my luxurious child right now. Yeah, your son really is little baby luxury. Which I feel like goes into <laughs> not to cut you one off, second. But... One second. No, it's fine. <laughs> Darling, I'm recording the podcast. Just come down and take a bath. Please stop calling me on the walkie-talkie. I'm I'm recording. Come in. Why? I'm recording. It's bath time. Go take a bath. Thank you. It depends. You have to call your dad. Um. Do you know what self care Sunday is, Daniel? Yes. Oh wait, come here. Tell me what self care Sunday is. Take care of yourself. What do you do on self care Sunday? Get massages and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the seven-year-old goes to get massages and manicures and pedicures. And eats sushi on it. the weekends. Yeah, sushi. that's what I was talking about earlier is like when I was saying like not to cut you off, but just like Daniel, it does live a very luxurious life. And it's to me, it's like a lot about like the issue that people have with generational wealth. Because it's so funny how people be like, I want to instill you know, I want to, I want my kids to have general generational wealth. I want them to have things I didn't have. I don't want them to have to struggle. And then the way they look at like kids today who have generational wealth is like, because like no one has like billionaire type generational wealth. Like that's not what people are instilling, but like to have a home, you know, to have a a car you can pass down, like those kind of things don't make you a nepotism baby. You know what I mean? (laughs) Okay. That is like not we mean by luxury yeah it actually made me think think of two things so one was I think what I was going to say earlier was I while I you know think it's dope like you know if you want to if you trust your um your seven-year-old six-year-old seven-year-old to carry around a purse that expensive then you know more power to you but I think for me it's not necessarily necessarily that she has it I just don't know that I would bring it to like you know, like a bounce house. Yeah. Bounce house. Um, and two, I think one thing that we can talk about later is the fact that, uh, generational wealth extends to also like therapy, (laughs) right? Not just buying things, but like, it's also about like, like caring for yourself mentally and taking care of your mental health. That's just something that popped in my head. Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like I definitely agree with the thing, how I was saying like earlier, I feel like it's the things that you, 
need, like being able to afford the things you need yeah. and, then, and then having some extra. And I do think like therapy is a necessity and like, you know, going to the doctor is a necessity. Like those are definitely things of necessity. Yeah. And luxury doesn't just have to be an aesthetic. It can also be of the mind. Like do you yeah. want to elaborate on that more? Yeah, I mean, I just think that, like, oftentimes we we think about something being luxurious, and it's like, okay, well, like, it's also, I don't know, maybe luxury is not the right word for it, but I think it's also, like, the wealth of not having, like, to work through intergenerational trauma, <laughs> priceless. You know what do I mean? You, do not you priceless. feel, I know, right? Do you feel like that's ever going to be a thing even if I don't even think the most well-off families don't have any generational trauma they have to work through Hmm, I don't know what Beth what do you think I have some thoughts but I want to hear what you think in terms of like repeat the question to me sorry because like I'm like that wasn't a question well Corey was saying like in terms of like do you think that there's ever going to be a time where families like where children don't have to work through some sort of generational issue. So actually, I think eventually, eventually, yeah, no, 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 no. I think eventually, yes, but that, but you want to know what that takes? Because me and Corey talked about this a little bit in the car somewhat. Mm-hmm. It takes a level that everybody is willing to Ooh-oh. go through. You broke up it a, little bit. a little bit of what you broke up a bit. I'm sorry. It takes a level of honesty that not everybody is willing to go through. So like what I mean by that is we are all willing to sit and stare at the ugly truth about ourselves, right? Yeah. Meaning we are all collectively and actively working on ourselves to, for the betterment of our future children. Yeah. Not everybody in everyone's family is willing to do that, you know? It's like that, okay, just, you know, we don't talk about Bruno. We're just going to leave him in the corner and let him figure out what he wants to do. And we're just going to act like he doesn't exist. Yeah. So, like, if everybody was willing to look at their ugly selves, then, yeah, I think that we could all move past and towards a place where your children are not having to heal from your trauma. Because me and Corey talked about the fact that I'm really proud of mom because I'm like, wow, she never, ever gave us an ounce of her trauma. Like, not in the sense of, like, we could have been way more messed up. Yeah. We could have been way more messed up. Yeah. And I don't actually even think we're messed up. (laughs) And I don't think we're messed up. I think we have, like, the... As someone who's gone to therapy, I think we have, you know, the right amount of trauma for the world. It's the evil world we live in. I think we have the right amount of trauma for the world we live in. Honestly. And I don't even think half the stuff that happened to me, like, was really inflicted by family. I think it was inflicted by, inflicted but by other people. people. Like, yeah. The, yeah the, the outside world definitely contributed to my trauma. Like, I don't have trauma really from... I have some, but I don't, I don't really have a lot of trauma from our family. I have trauma from other people. Like, I was like, what? They're mean? Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> There's not actual love out here. <laughs> you mean to tell me there are people who won't wake up at 7 a.m. to help you pick out an outfit and then for you to choose the opposite one and just be okay with it? <laughs> I feel like for me, it's more about like, I think everyone, no one gets through what childhood unscathed, right? Like right. regardless of how great your parents are, mm-hmm. like there are things that you have to deal with, which are just regular aspects of growing up, right? So like I while like I don't think I have a ton of like generational things I think that there are some people like I was listening to this watching this video about this woman who was talking to the therapist and she was saying you know some people who are like your 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 attachment style 
Oh, actually, I think I was watching a video about it, but I think you also posted something about it. But your attachment style is it's born from feeling like your caregivers were not able to meet your needs. It didn't say that your caregivers didn't care for you. That was me, Shadi, but that's okay. Uh, okay, yes. Thank you, Corinne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to feel bad. <laughs> Keep going, though. Um, but, like, your caregivers, you know, were they cared for you in the way that they knew how. And oftentimes, even if they were loving, if they cared, loved, cared for or loved you in a way that was not the way you needed to be loved, you could have felt as if you were not cared for, you know, like mm. in your child, child mind, you may have perceived not being cared for, but that is, might not actually be the reality. Yeah. So I think, you know, that level of like healing is just kind of regular that you would expect in any, I guess, any, any family, but the, it, the generational issues are something a little bit different. So you don't feel like, you don't feel like generation, like generational trauma is ever something that anyone can get past. Um, I think you can, I think you can, but I think that there's always going to be a level of like healing that you have just because like everyone no one knows there's no guidebook to being a parent yeah yeah it was interesting I if i don't mess my child up that's just <laughs> i just feel like like i was not joking when i say i will literally tell my husband all right going out with the girls be <laughs> nobody thought you were a girlie <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying so somebody that I really love in like the black girl luxury space, because I feel like black girl luxury, uh, I mean, luxury itself is, you know, like it's, it's, it's a controversial topic, which is crazy to me, but like black girl luxury itself, I feel like is, is so like controversial, but I think it's so important. Like people like Jackie and she has her Jackie Ina for yeah. people who don't know who I'm talking about. Um, yeah. She started off as a makeup YouTuber and now she owns a candle brand. And so she has is just like really into she's a multimillionaire and she's just like built up her wealth and she like posts videos all the time about how it's so important for her growing up how she never saw black women just like simply like getting to be soft. And for me, that's why like black girl luxury is so important because in a world that's constantly trying to make me out to be like, you know, all the stereotypes of like aggressive and you know, standoffish and all these things that I'm really not like, I'm simply a lover girl. And that's my claim trademark. Like I just am simply a lover girl. And I really enjoy being that like, our, I think our mom is a lot of a lover girl. And so like, I think she that kind of rubbed off on us. Like our grandma's very like, our grandma's a tough cookie, but she's a lover girl. Like, I, I just feel like we come from a generation of like, just lovers, you know, and I feel like sometimes black girls are not given the safe space to be that. And yeah. so for me, that's why it's so important to, you know, have the black girl luxury of like, you know, and it looks, it looks simple as me just taking a picture of my fruit plate. Right. But what that really means for me is like, I get to just exist softly the way that I was really put on this earth to exist as just to be like laying in the sun and sunbathing, like, like the muse that I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was Josh Safdie's muse when well, he wrote know, Uncut Jazz. Jazz, you know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I just feel like that is what black girl luxury. It's a little bit more like political because 
and I'm putting down this armor and this suffering that I've been told for years that I had to have and that I never wanted for myself. Like I never claimed that for myself. And I watch so many other people, like races of people get to just be soft and gentle and, you know, I mean, and sometimes it's not all good, right? Because like sometimes people stereotype, you know, certain races and, you know, oh, she, they're more docile and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I'm not claiming that I want that struggle, but I do want to be able to exist in who I am without having to play into someone's stereotype. And that for me is being a luxury girl. A <laughs> girl. <laughs> yeah, I want my fruit plate. You know, like I, I just want to be able to sun bask and be this soft lover girl that I am. Yeah. And that's why black girl luxury is so important for me. And that's why I love Jackie and everything that she stands for because she does that on a much more public scale right and has to deal with people just like coming at her but she's like it's so important for me to show young black girls like just someone being loved on and like being extra and I was called extra so one of my favorite songs as a kid like when I was young like in college was extra by two chains because people would always call me extra and I'm like I don't think that I'm extra like I just think that this is the way that I was raised like very similar to the way Samelia raises her son like our mom wanted to make sure that we didn't struggle and so she instilled in us a lot of spiritual wellness and like one of the things I remember from growing up is she would always talk about like poor is not money poor is a mindset and poor is spirit like you're rich in spirit, you're rich in family, you're rich in so many other things. It's not just about money so that I'm not instilling my, my, uh, my self-confidence in how much money that I have, yeah. but in, in what kind of person I am. Am I a good person? Am I a nice person? Am I, you know, X, Y, and Z. So I had to, I thought that was important to say, and I really recommend everyone, you know, to watch Jackie and yeah. I think just, it's great too, and not to cut you off. I just think it's great too that in this day and age, um, how we have some, how our phones are so readily available that we can just like get online, and like click right. I think it's great that there are some days that I just won't be feeling good, you know, like damn, like I really haven't like given myself a bubble bath or um, done my nails. That's why I think like learning this stuff for myself is to me kind because of, it's like. I love going to the spa. I love, don't get me like, you know, but like my coins are, are going towards more expensive, lavish things. And I don't want to spend it on getting my nails done, even though I think it's luxury. Like me almost do me doing my own nails is luxury to me. Yeah. Cause I treat it like I'm going to the spa. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm a, I am a, I think I'm just in a season of my life where I'm like, mm, I'm just going to prioritize like the things that I like. Oh, I think I want a massage to be a part of my, yeah. you know, my weekly routine. Yeah. <laughs> and like kind of stumbled onto a little bit of an addiction. I probably need to put myself a little, bit. A, little, a little bit. bit. It's, it's giving though, you know, <laughs> like, um my time is a luxury and so like Amen. if I go on like vacation I come back I'm like I'm taking the day off after the day after I get back I'm taking off because I need the time to like decompress that yeah. that's luxury you know what I mean like not feeling like you have to like be like 
freaking running around from point A to point B all the time, you know, instead of just being like, oh, I'm at point A and I'm just going to chill for a little bit, you know? Grind culture. Yeah. Oh my God. lying to you. It is. It is. Because after all that grinding, you never, it's never enough. It's never enough. I literally just got to a place where I was like, oh my God, I feel somewhat like I'm not depressed, but I was like, am I not doing enough? Do I need to go harder? And I was like, stop it. We're going to lay in bed all day. That's yeah. what we do. Like I, and, it, and I actually just allowed myself to exist. Yeah. The guilt that I used to feel like if I wasn't doing something or like working towards something, mm-hmm. like the idea that I could even just rest was so wild to me. I felt like I always had to be, even when I, like when I was in grad school, I would go to friends' houses and I would bring my textbooks with me. Cause I'm like, well, if there's a spare moment, like, I'm going <laughs> to study. I never opened these books, but I always felt like I yeah. needed to bring them with me because I didn't feel like I deserved to just enjoy life. And now I just feel like I'm here to enjoy life. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like that's just what I'm going to do. You know, if it's up to me, I'm here to enjoy life. Right. Because like we are, sometimes I have existential crisis, most times. Sometimes I'll be in the shower and I'll just start laughing like we're really on this floating rock. Like I'm literally in the bathroom taking a shower on this floating rock. Like dope. That's hilarious. You know, (laughs) that's actually so funny. And that's why I feel like it's, you should do the things that bring you closer to what like being spiritual fulfillment yeah and I was explaining to Beth earlier today it has stopped getting closer because to me luxury like you were saying earlier like luxury is uh going to therapy and like spiritual wellness and like how mom taught me as a kid that like you're not rich you're not poor in money you're poor in spirit you know like all of those things have brought me closer to a spiritual wellness where I can if you're if you're if you feel your best you can help elevate those around you you can't be your best self if to those around you if you're not being your best self to you it really does start with your inner and so now I just won't like luxury to me is not arguing with people (laughs) it's not like (laughs) carrying on and hooting and hollering because where is at the end of this argument where do we go you know, where are we going from there? You know? Right. It's not bringing us closer to either one of our goals. So why would I sit here arguing about nonsense? Now, that's not to say that someone can't, you know, hey, you hurt my feelings. That's not to say that, you know, because yeah. a lot of spiritual wellness is being able to acknowledge that you might have hurt someone that you love and, you know, coming full circle in that moment to make your bond stronger. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about because that has an end goal and that's to make the bond stronger between you and the person that you're on this journey of life with, because you need community is important when you're, you know, moving through life. Luxury is not just being by yourself. Luxury is also, you can also do luxurious things with your community. So yeah. Arguing, hooting and hollering. It's just not a part (laughs) of, it's not in my luxury path because it's not bringing me closer to those things in life that I want, like traveling and, experiencing and living and vibing (laughs) 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 luxury to me is not arguing yeah what a bitch yeah so I mean I think so I mean I'm a fan of black girl luxury especially especially because the images that black women saw before 
this was of struggle, right? Mm-hmm. Like they just all, always trying to sell us on some struggle love on mm-hmm. some like struggle in your career. You gotta, you know, you have to struggle against stereotypes that you're angry or all of these things that like most of us are not. And if it's if like I'm ang- I'm no more angry than anyone else is angry. You know what I mean? Right. Like angry at the world because there's some messed up stuff happening. We should world. definitely be angry. <laughs> right. You should be angry. Right. <laughs> like but it was for so long, like you were saying earlier, Corinne, like for so long, the image of black women in the in the in popular culture was one of someone struggling and in some form, right? Or like the single welfare moms, the single moms, you know, like there's so many like like Jezebel, the Jezebel, yeah. I, yeah, tell about it. You your play. Go ahead, girl. Yeah, girl. Just you know. <laughs> All the main stereotypes in my play. <laughs> and they were they were they or were they not centered on or predicated on struggle in some form? Oh yeah. Like F is full for lay your feelings. Don't cross me. I'm not the one. Like I'm I'm mean, I'm evil. It's like it's but the funny thing is, like the things that is rooted in this struggle is the perpetuation that us speaking out against the mistreatment is us speaking up when we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Say more about that. So, like, we aren't meant to have luxury. Like, I was explaining to Corinne, I was like, I cannot tell you how many times it is a certain uh, segment of society that will try to keep me beneath them because for some, even, and it dates back to even before, you know, because maybe some men may have found, you know, like think about our hair, how that was made us, you know, they regulated our hair to make us feel inferior or to feel less than this is our hair. It grows out. of your, You can't even like prevent that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prevent hair that grows out of my head. But you're going to put things in place to make me feel as if my existence my very existence down to my hair follicles, down to dead cells, disrupts your peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. The biggest, the biggest things that I've seen now, like with now that the Black Girl Luxury movement has like become like really like caught on, it's been, and it's become like viral and people are really like subscribing to it. Uh, black women are really like subscribing to it I think what comes from that is like some people who are like like you said Beth like think that we don't deserve luxury right yep. it was like well if I don't have luxury why do you have luxury right they, they benefited from our struggle well yeah because that's how capitalism works yeah <laughs> like, so they don't benefit from our struggle anymore so yeah. if we are liking ourselves yeah and they can't sell us stuff yeah they're gonna definitely rebel against it right but that's exactly the other i see some people who are like you don't deserve this and then other people who are against it who are like we're afraid that this is going to make black women think like get too caught up in capitalistic thinking that having more things or having more expensive things will make your life better when really it's about spiritual it's more spiritual that's that's really going to be the true wealth Por qué no los dos? why can't it be both I mean, it's both for me. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Namaste, you know. <laughs> Namaste, Emmett. <laughs> yeah. Be unto you. What do you guys say? It's <laughs> a good thanks. <laughs> and, and with your spirit. 
<laughs> I'm not Catholic. I didn't know it's that. fine. No, I just no, it's fine. You're fine. I haven't gone to Catholic church in a while, so <laughs> I'm AME as, as far as we know. Yeah. What do you think about the? What do you guys think about the people who are anti-black girl luxury? I think it's rooted in racism. Um, I just think it's I think it's rooted because like why would you not want to see the advancement of somebody that was oppressed? Oh my mm. god, I like Z-Way. <laughs> Baited. Baited. Yeah, I feel like the same way, but I also feel like a lot of, I feel like this is crazy to say, right? And what I'm about to say is very, there's layers to it. I feel like education is a luxury because if people knew, like I, I was so dead set and gung-ho about not going to college, right? I knew I wanted to do music from a very, very young age. I've, I've kind of always been sure about what I wanted to do. And so I was like, well, what, it, I graduated high school. I don't really aspire to do anything. If I can't go to my performing arts college, then let me just do my music straight out of high school, you know? Yeah. But my mom knew what the world was like for someone like me and just, and my mom's also an academic. And so for her, it was really important for me to go to, to school. And once I started going to school, I realized how, like, it's crazy because I'm not privileged, but I realized how privileged and like almost bratty I sounded by being like, I don't want to go to college because I would have missed out on so many core learning experiences that I really, really needed that elevated what I know now, like being out in the world with people now, just like recently with, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, it was so crazy to me that there are so many people who are just learning about it. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? But that's because they didn't get the education that I got to be able to understand those things and move through those things without having to just learn about them. Yeah. So to me, education was a luxury because I just learned how to be so like I learned history, which helped me, you know, see people who look like me in history, which helped me love myself a lot more. And I really do think like representation matters. And that's why I love accounts like Jackie's lavishly Jackie and like Z way as well. Like just so many people out there who are, who are, living the lifestyle and in leading by example of like not having uh black women not having to struggle yeah because i have that education and i see that and obviously it's more accessible now with our phones but like you know i i feel so lucky to have learned that people are used to what they're fighting is a familiarity that we were all taught like we are all taught um white supremacy so we there are things that it affects everyone like it it doesn't just affect black women it it really affects every single person because nobody is without no you could be white but you could also be handicapped you know what i mean like so everybody is affected by these capitalistic thinkings but if you have the education to know that everybody is affected by that Mm-hmm. you're able to digest the fact that like this woman live this black woman simply not wanting to suffer is actually not hurting me right it's actually benefiting me that this woman doesn't want to suffer because now that this black woman doesn't want to suffer i know that i i can do that as well and so i don't want to suffer so i want better for myself yeah and it, it's a domino effect then you can then if you do have kids your kids won't want to suffer and then they'll pass not suffering on their kids and it's we create better generations we leave the world better than what it was before but like you know we were talking about earlier capitalism doesn't want us to do that so it keeps people ignorant it makes things like education harder to get to and achieve and it makes it really expensive and you'll have debt when you leave right. like you know and that's why for me luxury is like 
being able to afford living life like the things that are that are a right that we're all have a right to but are seen as like these luxuries that for me is like not really I don't look at it as a luxury even though it is I'm like I feel like I'm entitled to these things I'm not gonna lie to you I feel like I'm entitled to have health care I'm entitled to have insurance I'm entitled to have these things simply because I exist here in this world yeah and that doesn't that doesn't mean I think I'm better than people that that means I think you deserve those things as well yeah I mean that's the crazy thing about capitalism because somebody has to be at the bottom and so yeah. I think a lot of people have like they hate they don't want it to be them they know but it's funny because black black what what we have done what we have done is basically We've been at the bottom. We have not moved from the bottom. I want you to know we have not moved from the bottom. What we did was say, oh, y'all not going to make it any better. Okay, well, we're just going to make the bottom the the, the club. It's the place to be, right? Yeah. yeah. Bottom is the place to be. It's lit. And so it's like where you thought your parties were popping, it's like, no, nah, our cookouts, we were slapping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you've turned around and now you're like, oh, shit. Like, I want to I want to go there. And it's like, yeah. no, you don't want to come here. This is the bottom. Yeah. Right. So almost down to like, you know. It's just, like, funny, like, when people almost appropriate black girl luxury in a, and refine it in a way where they try to spin off it, where it's almost like you're taking almost things from the culture and trying to put spin on it. So, like, mm-hmm. one, for instance, um, you know, people people have been shoe sneakerheads, but a lot of, like, sneakers have always been, like, a part a staple of the, in the black community. Stable yeah. in the black community. So when I see, you know, a lot of this, uh, what are, what do they call it now? I said I wanted to be one. I saw her. Oh, hype beast. Hype, hype beast. They call it hype beast and hype bay. What? Hype beast. Hype yeah. beast and hype bays. And I'm like, what? You mean Ray Ray and Pookie down the block? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like <them. laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, is they try to paint that as, oh, that's ghetto. That's oh, just, until it's ghetto until seen on the runway. Right. Like boxer braids. <laughs> Black girl luxury. Love the Bo Derek braids. Oh my gosh. Don't Not the Bo Derek braids. Not don't, the Bo Derek. Don't even get me started. Because I'm getting started. <laughs> I stay ready. No, I'm kidding. But yeah. No, all of that. All of what you just said and more. Like, so what really- do you. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, mean, I was going to reiterate. Like, they really, like, it, it, it turns into cultural appropriation, but go ahead. What were you saying? I was just going to say, like, what what do you guys specifically do to, like, like in in pursuit of Black girl luxury, self-care? Like, what do you do? Other than, I know, Corey, you don't argue with people. <laughs> I think what I do to preserve my luxury is just, you know, like I say, like, I keep up on I to me I want to look good I want to feel good so like I make sure I do things solely for me and my happiness and my mental health and I think that in itself is a luxury because you know things that are nicely because I'm you know it's ugly sometimes over here but I'm making sure that I'm like a pretty put together package before I could walk out that door to me I am exuding luxury Mm -hmm. because I don't need anybody else to feel my my nasty but you also don't want to walk around feeling nasty. Right. Like, that just, yeah. But, like, I feel like your nasty is something that you're just supposed to handle on your own. So why would I walk out of the house and not and give you anything less than luxury? When you see me, I'm always overdressed. And my friends, it's so funny because, like, you know, I'm always, like, my friends are like, oh, it's just, like, a simple kickback. Okay, well, I'm dressed up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not going to catch me slipping. 
No, and and it's not, and it's not a thing of like that to me is what makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. I don't like being just dressed down. I don't. Yeah. I don't like being underdressed for something. I'm always the one that's overdressed, no matter what it is. You mean like wearing uh, liquid tights to the bounce house? Exactly. <laughs> I was amused today for all of the parents that were staring at my butt. I got jams. I got jams. <laughs> for me, luxury is traveling. Okay. Like, I just, I, I, I want to, like, it's been a, not me stuttering. It's been a, uh, I, 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 so <laughs> I'm obsessed with you in a way I can't believe. Um, <laughs> After is. <laughs> it's the remix. Um, but yeah, I released a song with Willow. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Willow, clear the sample. Anyway, so I really love to travel. And for me, like, I love going to an Airbnb and I love taking a, a nice, hot like because my shower pressure in my bathroom is like not it's it's good I have a shower and I'm really thankful for that but I love a nice scolding small I'm a I'm a crab I love a smoldering shower so I love like taking a super super like 30 minute long hot shower and then getting out and like getting my uh cocoa oil and like uh like shea butter oil and just like rubbing it on my arms and like my arms smell good and then like you know like I said before doing my teeth routine and my, t- my mouth smells good and then doing my face routine my face feels nice and hydrated and then you know washing my hair like I love feeling like I love that feeling in a different like while I'm traveling yeah so it's like I'm out somewhere living lavish in a different place doing my doing my like everyday care and just taking care of myself while I'm while I'm having fun in a different place. Yeah. I love that. Like that if I could do that for the rest of my life, I would really be good. For me, let's see. Oh, and eating. Huh? I said, oh, and eating. Can't forget eating. <laughs> Where do I start? I love a good <laughs> massage. <laughs> I love a good meal. Um I like the other day, like two weeks ago, I just I meditated for like an hour. Mm-hmm. And then I did like a facial steamer because Beth bought me a facial steamer for my for Christmas. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is this is like just the time to just be like, I'm just going to lay here and just meditate to the sound of ocean waves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Luxury luxurious. Um, what else? I, I love traveling as well. I love new experiences. Um, I like resting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the bed right now. <laughs> I just, I love a good nap. Um, yeah, I like taking things. Like, I'm, Beth always talks about how, like, I'm, like, so chill, but get a lot of things done. And I do. Like, do. I, I would just randomly be like, I wrote a book. To, I, I wrote a book <laughs> yesterday. You're like, I made a whole planner. On sale like, now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how did you do all that and you rest as much as you do? And I'm like, I think I'm able to do that because I rest. Yeah, as much as I 1000%. Do. Yeah. Um, I really want to find an esthetician so I can, like, you know, really bring out the best in my skin. And my skin's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, like, I want to be able to, like, I want it to glow. The glow, yeah. Yeah. And um, fragrances, right? Like, just yeah. finding some nice fragrances Candle. that, like, yeah, candles. Um, those are more superficial things. Therapy. Hmm. Ooh, child. That's a luxury. <laughs> that is a luxury that I cannot do 
without um so yeah I think it's just a bit of it's a bit of everything it's some of it is like more superficial and others of it is like more spiritual but it's I it's all needed for me yeah I agree 1000 percent like living lavish and we want to hear what your idea of living lavish is so make sure you guys weigh in on our post this week um we're gonna be posting lots of different things this week so make sure you guys are tuned into that and yeah make sure you guys tell us what what living lavish. you'll see the post so make sure you guys definitely answer that because we want some ideas because you can never live too lavish you know what i mean so give us more ideas on how to live lavish and how you live lavish so we can have those live ideas. Lavish, because live lavish. Because uh, my vibe lavish. right now is living lavish, like the same for the Mavericks. <laughs> Anka <Uncle> Jams. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thanks guys for joining our episode on Black Girl Luxury. This was I love this topic. I could really go on forever. Forever. Forever ever. It's a good topic. And I feel like we Great. really get to share like things that are important to us yeah also the you know the it's it's like weird to say but like the political stance behind like why it's important for black women to get the chance to have a safe space like the safe space to just share and unload and not be seen as angry aggressive or anything other than a human being it's so it's is a right that everyone deserves to have. And so I love this open space and this open forum that we're having to just like be softies, be luxe girls. Thamesies. Well, thanks guys. Thanks guys. Material girls. Material girls. We'll see you guys on Instagram. We'll see you guys next week. We'll see you in your dreams. And <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>